Hold on now. Can can you hear me? Oh, he's still on mute. Howdy. Oh, Howdy. if I've if I've done this correctly, I will be uh, so pleased. I'm not. We've got Sam Clark, our buttons man, behind the camera. He's got another camera set up. Um, you're magnificently blurry. Uh, oh, is that the background or my my face? No, the background's no, no, the great. Background. Background's great. That's uh, that's a typical young dad move. Uh huh. That background. <laughs> I mean, uh, Sam, you can't hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam can. I hear. take I take most of my my phone calls from a little box in my co working space, and so <laughs> I uh, I tend to not I tend to blur my background so people don't know I'm just in a box. Fair oh enough. no, you're you're unboxed now. Oh yeah, I'm not in a box. This is unbelievable. Is it, and this is recording. I do believe. Did it tell you it was recording? It did say yes. Okay, now it's yeah. only hold on. Hey, whoa, hey. hold on. I think we're getting the wrong microphone from you, but this is very good. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, let's fix that. Thank you very much. Ah, e oh, this is this is how this is, is such this? a treat. This is, is this, this good? is such a treat? I'm so that's so much better. Okay, good. <laughs> and we're recording now. I only have the free Zoom. So we've got to power through. We are gunning. Let's <laughs> yeah. make it happen. We'll make look. I do have I do have a Google Meet through work if that's absolutely necessary. If well now with the Zoom, once it stops, we can start it again. That's um, fair. That's an option, and that also, you know, keeps us honest about how long it's gone for. This is Jack. Hello, nice uh, to meet you guys. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack. Jack was the one who let me know that coming on the crunch was a big deal after I'd done it. Because I was on the road and I just, I woke up and I got the invitation. I totally got the times wrong. And then I got a message. I woke up in someone's house on the road going, are, you, are we doing the interview now? And I went, ah, oh, made so a terrible funny. mistake. And then we jumped on. <laughs> and then I didn't know anyone at that house. The guy I was staying with, he was away. His housemates came home and we were talking about the Jews. I, I remember the conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That but was, I, that was all time. That was Spicy. a great episode. I, in hindsight, solid. I was right. I was mid manic episode, and now <laughs> we've we've safely landed. I'm so happy to have you here on the Catacombs. Yeah. Our first. We've had other guests, but those episodes haven't come out yet. And that you guys are going to be first. So you're going to be the first. Yeah, oh, yeah. let's go! All right, I'm on the show at the back of the line. All right. Yeah. So obviously, we want to keep this one topical, so we can talk about the Russell Brand allegations <laughs> and whether or not he is a hundred percent vindicated. Now, I'm just having a good time. And uh, but I would I want to talk about this trip to Israel. I want to talk about your podcast. And then at some point, if you would like to do any of the catechism with us, we would be on it. Sure. Of course. Sure. I mean, why waste our time on any of that other crap? Let's just get into part two of the catechism. Nah, you yeah. can't. On, uh... Oh, you're so far behind. No, we, well, <laughs> no, we're, no. no, we're far behind because we haven't uploaded the next 30 yeah, episodes. Next 30 episodes. Boy, yeah. How excited. many have you done? Uh, we did like 30. I think, I think we're up we to started. 35 now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, have you guys been listening? Have you guys been no, watching? You know, would. I'm a I'm a big Catamaran Plan subscriber. Uh, I'm not a big Catacast subscriber at the moment. So that's, I need to. That's fine. I, I've been on the Catamaran Plan. Better alone. That's what I've been saying <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Everything grows at its own rate. And yeah. uh, well, I've been a big fan of the Crunch for a few years. So. Well done, guys. Oh, look Great at that. Podcast. Jack, can I ask so you a question? So you're the one dot in Australia. Exactly. How, yeah. how old are you? Oh, man, that's a terrible question. I you just don't turned... fit into young Catholics anymore. No, do I just turned 30. 
six or 37. Oh, oh you're right out of the window. Yeah, yeah and, I know. You, and you find us relevant and engaging even at your advanced age. I do. I have a good friend who's a, who's a big fan of your podcast as well, and he who's a big fan. My who's friend big... Mark, who shout out to Mark, who I'm assuming will be listening to this. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and he's uh, yeah, he loves the crunch. So that's great. Well, Jack also that's does great. a lot of work. He catechizes in our community. He's hip to the mm. youth. I was thinking because yeah. you're, you're you. I mean, you both get older, you know, as we all yeah do and must, and. You know, children. Wait, how old are you guys? You guys are like early twenties. Uh, twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, we're mid, we're mid, we're mid late twenties. Mid, mid to late twenties. How to long? Late. How long can you keep doing the? This is the young Catholic podcast. I think we're, I think we're good for a while. To be honest, like yep. the Catholic world is pretty old. Um, At least till thirty-seven, so, you're fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How long it's, can millennials keep pretending that they're, you know, that they're young? Yeah, as long as we're frozen out of the housing market, everything's cool <laughs> and relaxed. We got this. We got this until some like entrepreneur, entrepreneurial zoomer just comes right up. Well, now you do reels. You're hip over. to the reels, and you're Indeed. hip on the X. But are you on the tickety talk? No. no, no, that's a gotta, big argument we've had. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pro. Just put everything on the TikTok, and I don't want the Chinese government to watch this. But maybe they need it. <laughs> I think more than anyone, they need it. They do need. They need to be evangelized. It's not a, a matter of principle as much as it is a matter of resource allocation. And time. Yeah. The, yeah. Sure. yeah. Totally get so, that. And also, just yeah. having it on the phone for a moment, I find to be very dangerous. Yeah. I uh -huh. every time because I download it and then I upload my comedy and I get rid of it again. And I just know as I'm about to open tick, I have to brace for not even just a rampant sexual content, but sometimes it's <laughs> weird out of there's a it's the algorithm is there's a lady at my work who she's in her mid thirties. And she said that they had started giving her uh, like miscarriage uh, related TikToks. Whoa. Mm. Let me cut this out if it gets too dark. And she's like, I can't stop watching miscarriage like videos about people who've had a miscarriage and are grieving. On TikTok, she hasn't had a miscarriage. She's just at a very maternal age where that's like sure, particularly yeah. effective yeah. on her. And yeah. they figured it out. It, it's smart. We've got to be careful. So I think it's good to be off there. But that is where the youth are. If we want to. It's true. The and if the, the issue with TikTok is that if you don't, if you don't watch it often, they just assume you want to see. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like, that's you probably want to see that, right? Probably a seven. I had so an experience. I had an experience at mass the other day. I was, I had my son, he's nine months old. He was walking in the back of the church because mass takes far too long for a nine month old to deal. And I was in the very back row and there's this young gentleman who was on TikTok. I was like, that's fine. You know, he's at mass on want. the talk. He's at, he's at mass on TikTok. I wasn't going to say anything, but he swipes. And then immediately a big booty Latina pops up and nice. she's shaking her thing. And I just, I had to go over to him. I was like, man, just, it's the announcements. Yep. It's five minutes. Like you can yeah. wait five oh. minutes. <laughs> no, I love this. that of all the sections, he did choose the announcements. Yeah, that's right. That's to, the most yeah. wholesome. Right. There's one yeah. Um, yeah, where the secular world creeps in again. Well, that's uh, <laughs> look. In his defense, he didn't know that was going to come up, but you should know well, that something yeah. like that might happen. Yeah. Well, in yeah. his and attack, he, he kept watching it though, right? So he uh, he just he he put it away, and then I walked away, and then I turned around, and he's still scrolling. <laughs> he just can't get enough. Of those ladies that is crazy uh, even, even at mass you know but he was there he was there the next sunday i, I saw That's him good. again i said what's up so hopefully we'll build we'll have we'll forge a bond it's, it is we'll that line between back. you know it works yeah. if you work it and um <laughs> whereabouts are you guys located what's your you guys go to the same community 
No, no, no. I, no, I live I'm in, in Oklahoma. Oh, in Pat- oh, Patrick right. In Florida. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys meet at like college or something? Or we oh, met on Patrick, the internet. You yeah, you tell. Uh, we met on the the website formerly known as Twitter, oh. and uh, I think they're yeah, calling we it X were... now. <laughs> Crazy. They're calling it Elon. X. Elon it's X Twitter. Excuse it's me. X Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I. So we we had we had uh, anonymous Twitter accounts, um, anonymous Catholic Twitter accounts before that was like a fascism thing. Sure. Um, and uh, you were yeah, trolls before and, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we met through that. It was basically just a V. It was it was anonymous because um, we were ashamed of our faces. And so yes. we we were able to put Disney profile pictures and pretend like you were no one of ruggedly us. masculine. One of us did that. Ruggedly masculine <laughs> Flynn Rider. Kevin Durant now has my old profile picture. That's my claim to fame. Um, oh, what's better than a basketball player? Yes, the basketball player Kevin Durant. All right, now I'm trying and... to become abreast of your sports before I. <laughs> don't worry, that's about the extent of my knowledge. The He's about to I retire, knew... so you're wasting your time. So oh, don't, Evan don't Durant is still playing basketball. Wasn't he dating yeah. a Kardashian? I don't know. He's... He's almost as old as Jack at this point, so he's he's getting up there. <laughs> he's basically he's basically. Uh, you know, and one Jack's foot lying about his age. Jack was very um, what? Do you guys know James is moving to America next year? Have you yeah, heard this? yeah, yeah, yeah. In, I, in I January, we're well. I've got to get the visa process. Your country is not hospitable to white collar immigrants. You love a big booty Latinas <laughs> streaming across the border, uh, unregistered. Yes. But as uh, filling out the visa paperwork is, oh, it's exciting. But I'm going to be at this focus. Is it called Focus Conference? Really? You're gonna be at Seek. Okay. Sorry, at Seek. Is it called Seek? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a big thing? Exciting. Well, it's big for us. Yeah. Great. I mean, I, I'm so outside as a guest speaker, James. No, no. Just I think I'm gonna be doing Vox Pops. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is a good idea. That the uh, I might be doing the Matt Fred show and working on that with him. That'd be good. And he's like, fly to St. Louis when you start. And we're gonna do things at this festival. And I looked at it, I'm like, this these are big names. This seems uh keynote. It's not James McCann. It's not. You can you can do whatever worry. you want. They're big names we... for people who know. And for people who don't, they're like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Most that of the students there, most of the college kids that are there, they have no clue who who Scott Hahn is. They have no idea. They have no idea mm-hmm. what a Matt Frat is. They're just going because the cute girl at their Newman Center is also going. Yes. Now, so there's a there's another name for a this this is a thing that we don't really have here maybe because we didn't have as many um, Irish come here but there's like what's this what's the thing I that think the Irish was, were poorer actually what's going on yeah. but what no but like just like a it's a longer journey what's the thing that so Margo's at Notre Dame yeah Jack's uh like our friends at yeah Notre Dame and uh Notre Dame the lore is coming the, together what's the name of the center that she was at we spoke on the phone this morning she was like I went to a tailgate oh the Nicola, I went to a special uh, Catholic tailgate a uh, historic getting drunk in a car park of the church. And I was like, this, how many of these things exist? You can't do that here. A Newman center. No, it's the, the center for philosophy and theology, the Nikolai, the something center. Yeah. But there's no historic center where you can get blood over before watching football. (laughs) James, I feel like that's something we need to build here. Mm -hmm. That's That's an American institution. I would, I feel like Australians would be more, uh amenable to that to that sort of activity am i am Isn't i just, just not just every building on the corner as a place where you can kind of get tossed before a a game of well, you do it indoors <laughs> i guess is the main thing yeah it's too hot to do it outside but i think That's also you, 
we we do it so regularly and the drinking is so <laughs> normalized that we don't look as i don't think for as many events at events we really oh, try, sure we now have a culture of pairing it back i don't know what you're talking about you can't get a full strength beer <laughs> at a football game you can't uh you know i was on the staten island ferry and people can people are having beers on there this is a great memory public transport and people don't Baton island <laughs> yeah you can't walk around outside with a beer without being tackled by a policeman oh yeah you'll get arrested for sure Anyways, I want well, to hear yeah. about this sorry. pilgrimage. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Like, well, oh stop, yeah, I'm sure. talking about the, the beer. Ah, well, drive the, drive the, the ship. Pilgrimage. Steer. Uh, pilgrimage. What happened? Where'd you go? And was Should this a we crunch pilgrimage? Did you guys do yes. that? Yes. It was. It was, a, it was a crunch pilgrimage. So there's a tour company. I don't know if you have these, but we have tour companies that reach. <laughs> don't laugh at me, Patrick. We don't know what they have and what they don't have. They're, it's like the quintessential American thing. Like, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you have this. We have these things called slushies. And there's Does your language have an oh, no, We don't call them. A that. real question I asked before. <laughs> you, can't say, you can't say slushies into a microphone. It's like the worst <laughs> racial slur we have. Is it really? No, I'm That's joking. wonderful. I'm just having a fun time with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he just said that to us a word that is very common in in his uh in his part of the world he said yeah. on our podcast and we had to bleep it out several times oh, oh wait, I did i that. that was fun yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah what, oh, yeah. what, we had what did you of... say you can probably say it on our podcast what, what, what word was it i can't say it in the states i'll get tackled by a policeman they're watching right, me not, through the tiktok not... app on my phone it's a slur it's... for slushy here it's he <laughs> just said the c word over and over. different cultures different people it's a beautiful time we're all growing Indeed. You made it to Israel. We went with to a bunch Israel. of listeners. Speaking of different cultures. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So they reached out to us. They said, hey, you've got a podcast of some notoriety. You should lead. We, we were leaders. Yeah. Somehow we were qualified. And we had about 20 of our listeners that joined us. And we went to Israel. And we basically were in three places. So we stayed at the Sea of Galilee for about four days. And then we were in uh, Bethlehem for two nights. And then we stayed no, in Jerusalem for another three days. And we wow. just, it was amazing bam 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 yeah. we, we got to see a, a ton of stuff it was incredible yeah did you guys have a priest along with it with the pilgrimage or yes so one of my um one of my priest friends from pittsburgh uh he came along and it was it it was he was probably the best person to bring on the on the trip like he, totally. he was incredibly open and and six foot uh, five yeah really jacked like he was <laughs> i felt very safe with him he a very long beard, um, which covered no his collar Jews and protected him from hate crimes. Our pilgrimage when our priest was there. Is that true? <laughs> that could be well, true. I've been reading stories about what's while we were there. Wild, while we yeah. were there, that there was a monastery that got firebombed by radical yeah. Jews. For that. Just a couple, just a couple hours uh, away from where we were. So, yeah. well, it's radical because Jews really citizens, as as you would say. It's not yeah. just the Muslim who can do this. <laughs> we, no, it's, uh, that's bizarre. That's a very strange. Yeah. I'm sure, the tour company was not jazzed that that was happening on the world publicized tour. That particular, they kind of just didn't bring it up. They just kind of pretended like it didn't happen, and <laughs> they were like, "You guys had fun, right?" And we were like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, there was a monastery that was firebombed, uh, but we narrowly probably... dodged immolation. But other than that, we're doing we were great. staying like a 20 minute walk from Damascus Gate, which they told us do not go to at night. And we went to it at night um, nice. and a fight broke out. So that's right. If you die on a pilgrimage, I think it's straight to heaven, right? So it is part of, yeah, it, that is part of it. It's a shame it was, you guys didn't get immolated. It was, uh, it was a very intense atmosphere once you got to uh, the, the, the holy city. It was very, mm -hmm. uh, very intense. It was just like you could feel that you could feel it.
Well, can I did anything? Racial tension. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, I felt that way in Los Angeles. And, uh, it, was, it was a real surprise yeah. to me. The holy city of yeah. America. Well, yes. I mean, it's, it's these. The I mean, it's, it says something about it. It's an automotive paradise. Did you find anything, just as we ease towards the catechistical <laughs> section of the podcast, did you find anything that, like, theologically jumped out at you? Like, man, there's a lot of gravel. That's really made me rethink what's part of the gospel. About was the that... rock or something. Man, that rock's not very big. I just want, like, what, what was he saying about that? I mean, have either of you been to the Holy Land before? No, no, no first time. So, I've never been out of the country of America. Yeah, same. Really? Well, you've been wow. there. It's really big. You can go anywhere and you're not out of America yet. That's true. Like yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think there were a few things that were. Wait, you'd never been to Canada? No. no. It's we, just there. I, Mexico, no, but it's just there. Look at how far away Florida <laughs> is from Canada. That's where Patrick's yeah. from. I'm from Kansas. Now, I, I found out. I found hours out and hours of a drive. You I found out that you can Cuba go is to... a dinghy ride away from Florida. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't go to Cuba until like two months ago. You know, it's like you couldn't go <laughs> did there. Did Biden open up Cuba travel? No, I think no, Obama, he, he closed Obama, it. Obama, Obama did. Okay. And then Trump yeah. closed it. I think Biden oh. opened it again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. I don't want to derail. Uh, what did you what did there you was find? a very famous missile crisis. Yeah, the, <laughs> there were. Look, uh, Kennedy should have given them air support on that beach, but we can go on. Uh, the there were certainly no Bay of Pigs in Israel, so we. Oh, uh, nice! You sleeper you. with that one. You're doing my best. So there were a few things. The geography was was fascinating. So there were a few things where. So you know that story where Jesus preaches to the Nazareans. Yeah. And they get all pissed and they're like, we're going to th throw you over the cliff. And he passes through their midst. Yeah. yeah. So we went we went to the synagogue in Nazareth where that would have happened. And then we went to the cliff oh. where he would have been tossed. And it's it is a, a trek. And so yeah. it's it like we took a bus and it took us 10 minutes and it, we're like outside of the city. And you could, it would have been probably an hour walk at least. And so just thinking about how mad the Nazareans must have been yeah. to chase Jesus for an hour an hour to, yes. to then try to so it wasn't like a, oh we'll just go out of the synagogue and we'll throw him off this local cliff that we have here it was like yeah. they had to they had to go it to was it. it was a regional cliff at it, best yeah. it was yeah, yeah. well it was, also it does, in the town we've spoken about the yeah. to what extent of the I mean that because that reads as miraculous like he disappears and somehow shifts but that's also he could lose them in the run at that point <laughs> That's true. Think. He just hid behind one of the many, many, many rocks in between what, yeah. that cliff. And what a modernist, disgusting yeah, take, James. I'm That's, just saying. Yeah. I'm listening. I listened to a podcast about the Church of England on the way here, so I'm looking to explain away every single miracle that I can. <laughs> um, you're looking to explain away every miracle you can, and also seize a few monasteries if you're, uh, you know, up to the challenge. That's right. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of money in there, and we could put those people to work in our nascent factories. I just found a um, a book of essays by Dorothy Sayers. Do you guys know Dorothy Sayers? Heard the mm. name. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's an uh, English author, Catholic. Um, she, I think she's famous for translating uh, um, Dante's Inferno. Uh, but she was oh, also, okay. like she was like involved in the sort of like Cheston sort of circle, I think. Um, but I just found she a was a woman. She's a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And um, I found this book of essays that she's written, which is great. And it's like um, unpopular opinions or controversial opinions or something. Um, and the last four essays in the book, I heard doing a critical um, reading of Sherlock Holmes, like people apply critical readings to the Bible. And so then she tries to like deconstruct 
like Sherlock Holmes stories and like come up with like coherent narratives that explain the inconsistencies in Sherlock Holmes. And it's very funny. And she's very explicit about the fact that like, this can only be funny if you take it 100% seriously, like people who try and deconstruct the Bible and it makes no sense. And it just ruins the joy of reading Sherlock Holmes. And it's wow. like they're that's, turgid that's essays. Yeah, it's really good. Well, he was also a deep spiritualist, right? Yeah, he was a the, the, theosophist. And yeah. he believed in fairies. Fairies, very strongly. Yeah. Who is wonderful. Just Sherlock Con- Holmes. Uh, yeah, Conan Doyle. Yeah. Well, Sherlock Holmes would have turned his nose up, but the whole Sherlock Holmes is meant to be an attack on rationalism, right? It's like a sneaky, nasty anti-rationalist. You know, I've never read any Sherlock really? Holmes. Really? No. Father I, Brown. I thought it was fun, fun little stories of a man with a pipe and this. I don't Sherlock know. Holmes is the most adapted character in history. Really? More yeah. iterations of Sherlock Holmes than any other character. Yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Surely by this point, Spider-Man's getting up there. <laughs> nope. I Mm-mm. feel like we've had a couple. Man, we've got a and new Spider-Man it's... every two and a half years at the moment. There, the last <laughs> movie was literally about how there are millions and millions of Spider-Men. That's yeah. that. Oh, that's the sneak to get across the line. Is that the movie you're start introducing start doing, start doing some some yeah, guy furiously people. writing in the Marvel Studios trying to I mean come on you got you got Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes the original you've got Robert Downey Jr you've got Benedict Cumberbatch Benedict you've Cumberbatch. got Sherlock Gnomes Everybody yeah, which was which Sherlock was an excuse Gnomes. to get the songs of Elton John out in the world I guess <laughs> I know they were all that was, it was, that all was Elton John songs throughout Sherlock Gnomes I need an excuse I want the Sherlock Holmes seen it extended universe i watched yeah. the i watched the end of sherlock gnomes in a children's hospital i don't remember that's why right. i was there uh sometimes that's just a fun place to go to hang out but i do remember watching the end of Sherlock. there's gnomes. always something going on you know always something interesting this yeah. is gonna now we, again we got the 40 minutes i don't know how long we've been yeah. going for but let's let's turn i think we turn how long how many minutes we got 26 25. that's at least time for one or two questions before we have to reboot yeah, yeah. All right, but we've got to sure. remember where we're up to at this point. Oh, I, I haven't. Not, well, I'm... I'll let you shuffle through that while I engage with some... All right, I'll shuffle through that. I mean, I'm not going to. I will shuffle. Shuffle away. We'll just wait. That's right. Stay here. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not organized. I'm so, I, we very much appreciate you guys getting up so early to do this. It's late for <laughs> oh, us, it's, but it's no problem. I did. I was up nap. already. You know, You're... it's. Well, how do you have the one child? Yeah, just the one. Well, yeah, I wasn't up for him. I get up before him so that I can like I, do things before he. I know, up. I know of people who do this, but I've never. With three <laughs> kids deep, four years in, I've never once managed to get up before them to enjoy the day. I don't know where we're up to, so I'm just going to ask you guys a couple of questions because I feel like it's Please. it'd be really good to get for our audience to get to know you guys a little better, and also oh, for me because I don't enough. know your story all that well. So wonderful, we're doing the compendium of the catechism. The right answer, huh? It's a good bounce back from. Yeah, failing to find the right one. Go We're on. doing the compendium of the catechism. What do you guys think about the compendium? What was your What was your process in catechesis? You're both cradle Catholics. Did you go through? Oh yeah, Christian initiation when you were young. Tell us your story. Ethan, go ahead. Tell them. Oh tell wow, them all about your. Whoa, thank you. Well, it all started with it, it, for Ethan. It must have started with that "Don't hate me because I'm Catholic" T-shirt. That was it. Did his... it did start with that? Well, I was born with the compendium in the hand, yeah, like an Athenian <laughs> legend. They don't. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> they don't. They don't know John Henry. Even they don't. They that's didn't, true. They don't. American they don't. Thing. They don't know about that. But I. Uh, I was a cradle Catholic. I'm the oldest of three boys, and so I had this rigorous, harsh, Catholic upbringing by my parents, wherein we would never skip mass and pray before every meal, which I thought was harsh at the time. But when I look back, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, like even even when we're on vacation, we're going to mass, which I thought was ludicrous. We're at the beach. What are we doing? 
my, my parents were very faithful, which is rare, um, given that they're of the age that they are. And so <laughs> I, uh, That's a good way to put it. I always kind of believed, <laughs> I vaguely believed everything that the church taught. Like I knew it was correct because I trusted my parents. Um, but I didn't really have any sort of initiation into like being formed as a Christian because they didn't really know what they were oh. doing until I went to a conference here. It was a Steubenville conference. They, uh, they had youth conferences all over the country and I went to adoration and they have the the slow acoustic guitar playing, and I realized, oh, this is this is not only very emotional, and there's lots of pretty women around, but that's also Jesus Christ in the monstrance. And so that was a very powerful experience for me. And so Patrick, the T-shirt that Patrick alluded to is I instantly went and I Americanized my spiritual experience by buying a bunch of merch so that I could <laughs> then go back to my <laughs> I could go back to my school. And show all the kids like, hey, look at what happened to me over the summer. And I had this one t-shirt that said, don't hate me because I'm Catholic. And it glowed in the dark. And so I would always nice. would turn off the lights <laughs> nice. and make people ask me questions about the faith. Not just that. It's, would... it's a shirt and a shower. You got a little, you got a whole routine. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom, the kingdom of God can be likened to a teenager who had a spiritual yes. experience and took all the $20 his mom gave him and bought a t-shirt. Yes. yes. And stood on a hill. And so I started learning a lot on my own. I started, it was mostly started with the social issues. So I wanted to understand gay marriage and abortion. I wanted to understand why Protestantism was the way that it was and the Eucharist and all these things. I just, I started learning Catholic answers was real. I was like self-taught yeah. in a lot of ways mm -hmm. uh, and then started reading books. I did have a compendium of the Catholic church that I looked up hey. from time to time, but it was hard because it didn't really have the answers that I was looking for, which is like, why is death so scary? Even though I'm a Christian, not in there. Uh, so I had to go and figure that out somewhere else, but, uh, that's what kind of started my, my journey. I ended up being a, a missionary for a few years after college and, uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty invested in my Newman center in college as well. So that's, that's for me, Patrick, what about you? Um, when I was in middle school, I was, I was kind of similar to Ethan. I was cradle Catholic and I generally accepted everything my parents taught me. So my, my mom my mom took me to mass. It was just me. It was a me and her thing. That was, we went to mass every, every week. My brothers and my dad stayed home that ended up changing and became a family thing. But I was always very like, you know, we're Catholic. I'm committed to this, but more out of like stubborn. Uh, Odd. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, just like, this is what I've been taught and you're wrong and get out of here, you know? And so that was kind of my, my experience of, of my faith. And I went on, um, I went on like a middle school retreat. It's like an overnight retreat. Uh, and I remember it was in seventh grade and we went into the adoration chapel and I remember, you know, I was like, I felt the presence of God there and I was writing and writing and writing and I like felt very connected to God and very close to God. And I remember walking out of the chapel and walking back to the retreat, uh, center. And I thought to myself, if that experience was real, if I like, if I remember that experience, I'm going to have to change my entire life. And so I decided to forget the experience and <laughs> um, <laughs> I decided that it didn't happen and I was going to keep doing what I was doing and living my life. And then um, my eighth grade year was like the worst year ever. Um, it was just very much like God kind Hard of to be like, 13. Here's, here's what it's like. <laughs> here's what it's like to, to try and do things on your own. Right. It was just like up until that point, my life had been pretty simple. And I felt close to God, but I felt far away from him. Um, I was like, you know, trying to, I was going after different things. It doesn't really matter. But um, 
a year later was my Steubenville conference. And I remember sitting in that room and it was like the same experience again. And I remember God feeling like, Hey, don't do that this time. Like, just don't do that this time. And I was like, okay, got it. Won't do that again. <laughs> and so that was kind of my, my conversion moment was like, this is what happens when you go away from me. And if you don't do that, then this you'll, you'll be this way. And so that, that was, that was my, um, that was kind of my, my solidifying of my, my faith. And then after that, I, I was like, oh, I want to be a theologian and I want to go to Franciscan University where it's a Steubenville conference every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you both go to Steubenville? Did, is... no, no, no. Goodness, no. I, I, no. <laughs> I would never pay for a private education here in the United States of America. Hey, I graduated with nine grand in debt. All right, that's it. That's pretty good. That's and pretty still, good. Some of that is still outstanding according to the no university. it's all done <laughs> didn't you just say that they oh still... oh yeah, yeah 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 so i i graduated with my undergrad but i never paid um my my diocese paid for my master's degree all except for like 425 dollars, and i did not have a job when i graduated my master's degree so i just didn't have the money to pay them and i just haven't paid off my master's degree so I just hold that as long as you can. You have yeah. power over them. I want to see what happens. <laughs> I want to see them send it to collections and ruin my credit score. We we both <laughs> went to different schools. So I went to school in Kansas, a small school called Kansas State University. I guess it's not small, 25,000 people. To... <laughs> yeah. And then Franciscan uh, on the other side of the country. And uh, yeah, but no, we, we've only been in person together a handful of times over wow. seven years of, of podcasting. So crazy but you guys like are obviously good mates like you guys must like like each other enough to sure to each other yeah. all the time yeah it's all an it's easier when the person's <laughs> far away yeah that must be true yeah. sometimes it's harder because because you don't have to you can let things fester for a lot longer when yeah. You're not yeah together and that that can have some negative consequences yeah we but don't we really have that problem that stuff in the bud i don't have that problem jack has that problem because jack is very <laughs> strong melancholic he'll just come to any three months ago you looked at me a certain way and i you have to now apologize oh, that's <laughs> something you don't Last remember week, i was very clear to you about how you're annoying me i noticed jack didn't like being rhymed at during the 20 minute drive that's all he, he just talked in poetry to me for i am look in my defense i'm trying to quickly bang together four or five more poems to to bulk out a book of poems they don't have to be good i was just seeing what worked he's just about he's workshopping on you this is just what it's like being friends with a stand-up comedian i might have you oh, poet, painfully poet, thank you poet currently we're rebranding sorry excuse poet. me um, this is this is what it's like being friends with a modern day philosopher you know the comedians mm. are kind of like the philosophers of our time don't say that i've heard you. that said. the court the court jesters you know the, they like the only people to willing power. to say the truth man i'm days, loving you know? this the thinking man's <laughs> thinking man it's uh well that's why Tell i'm about just... Kook speaking truth to power oh yeah, I was. I only realized after that came I'm out that was very a, foul a mouth. Reel that you made. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I didn't uh -huh. realize that I, I was going to bleep out the swearing, and then I didn't. And then I thought, I got a, I got a call from someone in the Catholic media world recently, and we oh, had, we, we was, uh, well, it was just someone who was like, "You're about, you're getting a, you know, Catholics are seeing your work now in a way that they didn't necessarily before. Are you prepared for, you know, you've got, you, you play blue." as a comedian and there's, you know, you're on a journey, blah, blah, you know, this sort of thing. Yeah. And like, people might become very upset with you and it, it hasn't happened yet. Like I, I figured no, it would happen by now because, I it's keep because people go, happen. Oh, the, they, you know, they just, you know, this, 
this there's Australian. You can just say whatever you know. The no, accent I think it's because that might actually say, get, oh, yeah. thank thank the Lord. There's a normal person who doesn't feel the need to act like a Catholic speaker 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they're actually <laughs> relieved and not yeah. disgusted. It's definitely never going to be James's problem. Mm -hmm. I thought you were talking about the the other thing with the um you were contacted about a show that was being run by the diocese and then they were oh well this is another this is a, yes there was a show run by the diocese and uh i got added to it it was just it was two singers who were doing a songwriting workshop the next i don't know if i've spoken about this on the podcast. so they were doing a songwriting no, workshop at retreat and uh it was very nice and the diocese is sponsoring that and then they said james do you want to open and i said sure and they said right we'll put you on the poster and then they sent that off to the diocese and the diocese said we better look this guy up and they got it no. within, within a day. They said, we will not be associated with this man. <laughs> and it's uh, that's brutal. The well, diocese of what? Oh, we better not say, but it wouldn't be too hard to figure but it out. Adelaide. <laughs> no, I met the guy at the concert. I was like, you're the guy who kicked me off the post. The guy who like wouldn't back it. He said, it was me. Yeah. And we had a forward about I it. stand by it. I had I had released a video called AIDS Needle the day before yeah. about having <laughs> someone with an AIDS. So I understand it's a difficult, you know, we all it's it's hard to play the blue, James. I like that. I have a you have I have to... a sneaking suspicion that the reason that Patrick and I don't get booked at more things is because every three or four weeks we do a series of 9-11 jokes on our podcast. And I think that just happens to be the week every time that someone <laughs> tunes into the show. And here's us making the Sears Tower Wahlberg. one was really funny though. The Sears Tower oh, one was really. I funny. still think about it. What was the Sears, are we going to get the Sears Tower one with that New York joke? Well, I was joking about like visiting the Sears Tower in Chicago and like asking the tour guide like, so how quickly did they rebuild this after you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, what? And he's like, you know, like I don't know. Just like playing it really straight for a really long time. Yeah. Like, and then we were joking and just like about standing, like, what if we... standing at the window, just looking down, and be like, man, can you imagine what it must have been like? Then <laughs> just going to all the tallest towers in all of the, the cities and do it running the same bit. At the Go Sears to the Burj tower. Khalifa, be like, yeah, the Burj man, Khalifa. No. It's crazy. That might not be the best place to run no, that, probably, but probably not. But, uh, <laughs> I... uh, but here's my, here's my honest thought about that is like, if you're going to, if you're, I was thinking about this with, um, I was showing I was showing Phoebe the uh, my wife the uh, the fool me once fool me twice bit great bit very good uh, and um, I was and she was like oh, I gotta get something and so in the meantime I was watching the Jungkook bit and she came back and she was like is this the same guy just like <laughs> and I was like yeah, yeah he's like hats. talking about he's talking about a song where they're using explicit language and he's using explicit language to talk about it. That's fine you know, to me. I've just heard of so many men having to defend me to their partners. Um, <laughs> Last night. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, oh, gee, I'm so happy it's proliferating throughout. There was a man, I don't know, you, you won't know where um, Townsville is, but it's very far away. And at mm -hmm. a Christmas party I was at earlier in the year, a man <laughs> insisted on listening. It's, it's a 20, it's a 28 hour drive. And he insisted on listening to the podcast and we got there and with I, his wife, with his wife, eight hours. And he was a friend of a friend, but he was also listening to the podcast. He said, I'm loving the podcast. And just yeah. the, the hate with which his wife, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand what you do. I don't like it. I've been exposed no, I think to it. like it for the first four or five hours, but you know, it's you just have to pick your spots. You got to pick your spots, you know, an episode that's all about the intricacies of 
God knows advertising law might not I be someone's you. thing. No, but... no that, we lost a lot of people on that one, but I am building, <laughs> I'm building back strong with, uh, we'll talk about it later. So yeah. got, anyway, we, hold on. No, we got to, I mean, do you have that? Cause we can stop and start again, but we got to do it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 A, yeah a, we a, need a, to do more. Yeah. I got time. Yeah. All right. I've got time. All right. Well, it's not what? even the start of the work day yet here. It's still before yeah. 8 a.m. It, so. it says time left 318. Right, I just wanted to make sure that it was telling us. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, no, it it'll let us know. Us. Yeah, yeah. It'll let us know. Yeah. So that's our tech is man. That Sam Clark in the background. It's Sam Clark. Sam Clark, Sam Clark oh, amazing. Studio. Tell Sam Clark I said hello. Oh, wait. I probably should. <laughs> hello. How you doing? Hey, Sam. Good. Nice hey, to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, <laughs> nice to meet you, dude. It's like meeting a celebrity. Sam's more. It of a really is. Jameses. Get James <laughs> off the. Get James off the pod. Put well, Sam, on. Sam does make a lot of contributions to the catacast that disappear. Where Where does he find all of? <laughs> he self edits himself out. Where oh, do you yeah, find the VHS uh, tapes? Sam's VHS choices are inspired. It's true. It's yeah. Where do you find the VHS tapes? Where do I find the tapes? Oh, <laughs> boys, we've only got two minutes left before we have <laughs> no, to restart sorry. this one. You can't have this I'm man sorry. talking about. All right, you can quick answer on the VHS tapes. So yeah, I mean, I mean. Anywhere from eBay or or like uh yeah, usually just like corners of of <laughs> vintage stores. But recently actually I needed so I put a I'm go, about to go on tour with James. I'm doing everything on camcorder. We're we're mm -hmm. flying, catching a train, catching an overnight bus, all this crazy stuff. And uh I put a put a tape in my one of my camcorders that said, need a cleaning cassette. It needed a cleaning cassette for the head. What is of, that? Exactly. That, that's a young so it's, like, it's, like, it's a is it's it a, like C D spray where you spray on it and then you it's come back it's, it's the a, CD. so glad this story can only take another minute and fifty seconds. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cassette that it's a cassette and the tape has lubricant on it that cleans the inside of the camera. Yeah. I don't know if and, I'm old enough to hear about this. <laughs> and so and so i was looking around because it's it, it won't record without me cleaning the heads of this camera <laughs> i'm looking around at the minimum price is 180 dollars, and you have oh to get gosh. it from japan so it wasn't going to come in time for the tour i'm ringing around i'm ringing everyone i know ringing every store i know that deals with video they're like what are you talking about rarest hen's teeth all this stuff i ring the last guy and he's like he's like i'm not at the shop today but you can go past and it might be in the corner in a stack of things we it, it was i got there it was there and it was 15 dollars oh, 15 dollars oh aud so the, that's incredible. AUD. The that's two, like three let's go on that's wonderful. Yeah. That's a good go story. On. I can't believe three yeah. Americans. I can't That's believe perfect. you clocked that in time. We've got less than a minute. We're going to come back with part okay. two, where we maybe go through some of the catacast. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. We have All time right. while we figure it out. All right. All right. We're back soon. Now okay. a word from our sponsors. <laughs> we don't have any. Hey, it's great to be here with you. Quick little update. So James and I have been involved in a, uh, a group in our parish and we put together a magazine called Agony Magazine. Agony Magazine. Agony Magazine. Agony Magazine. So, Agony Magazine. Get it at all good magazine distributors, mostly our website. Agonymagazine.com.au? Agony something like that. It's something know. like that. We'll, we'll have put it, it in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll all done. Mm, welcome back. Here we go. What a wonderful cool down period that was. We're it just was. Refreshed. Oh, yeah, look, we, break. we figured it immediately as the cameras went off there jack said i'm not doing the catacast with these boys <laughs> <laughs> he said absolutely not it would be 
and then I think we couldn't find the place. And we're also sure. we want this to come out swiftly, and we're ahead. Mm. You don't want to give away I, the inside baseball. No, I, I think I'm being unfairly represented, Jimmy. Who are we going to tell? My thoughts were it would be much more interesting, given that you guys have generously given us time, and thank you very much again for that. Um, for us to yeah dig a little deeper and get to know a little better. And there's a few things where it's like yeah, I mean. The, what are the big questions, I suppose, that you guys had or maybe even still have? You mentioned before about, um, you know, questions of life and death, which I think are excellent questions mm. to delve into. Um, There's other stuff to get to. I want to get yeah. to the 9-11 jokes again, but we can yeah. talk about. So we'll circle you, back yeah. to that. Yeah. So. Like on a plane. Yeah. Um, Ethan, you so you were you were haunted by death anxiety. From, yeah. It sounds like. From what age? I had a similar yeah. issue. Yeah, this is. I'm. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. It's always nice to feel hear another, you know, person that has panic attacks in the middle of the night, thinking about one oh, yeah. day existing for eternity. Uh, and so, um, I think I was eight years old, and my parents were watching the film. It's a Wonderful Life. Great film. Great film. Shit. Wonderful. That'll film. do it. That'll do it. And something just about the, just the whole plot of that movie when I was eight. I was in the kitchen eating a brownie during a commercial break and I I started having a meltdown. And that's the first time I just remember this is like a moment for me of just like, okay, one day I'm going to die. And this is not all, uh, this is like it was, and it's always been hard for me because it's scary then. And my parents comforted me, but it's never really gone away. Like mm -hmm. even yeah. the times where I've been extremely close to the Lord, um, and, and I'm not necessarily in that place now, but when I was a missionary and I was praying a lot and, you know, like I, I really felt like I knew him and I could hear his voice, like the clearest that I could ever hear in my life for a sustained period of time. Even then I still had this like gnawing uh, anxiety about, okay, no matter what I do, no matter what types of things I accomplish in my life or don't accomplish, I'm going to die one day and I'm going to be in either heaven or hell. And I'm going to exist forever. And even if I'm in heaven, mm. then I'm I'm it's eternal joy. But the but the hard thing for me is like I have the reason that I have joy and happiness in my life now is because sometimes I don't. And so when I do have it, then it feels good as opposed to the times when I don't have it. So when mm. I always have joy and happiness mm. and togetherness, will it forever be as good as it is at oh, the look, beginning, but when there's you, no when you crack, when you crack open time, Revelation so. and it is, you know, yeah. for all time, it's animals around the throne singing holy, holy, holy forever. Mm -hmm. You go, man, forever. Don't you get bored? I mean, it seems like too long for me. So what? Yeah. But you said there was there was a way in which you came to some consolation, I suppose. No, no, you still haven't. It's ongoing. Nice. This is on. This is ongoing. I mean, there were times where it was lessened because uh, I mean, maybe I just trusted God more, had more faith. Um, but even, even in those moments, it was still, I would still have the, the panic attacks and the anxiety. And I mm. still, I still struggle with that now. So it's, uh, it's, it's challenging, but that's, so that's, does that make sense? The, the, yes. Are the we, concept yeah. of infinity okay. and eternity you find, uh, Horrifying. disquieting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then we do have a different, um, I mean, I, I fear death. I fear, uh, nullification and I mm. find the prospect of an eternity in hell to be, not the worst possible option like uh for the to have a right. non-immortal soul to me seems like i've i've often said that I, I um yeah if i wake up after death and i'm in mm -hmm. hell and i've done badly 
there will be a sense of still relief there for me because uh I mean, You'll quickly, exist. Well, and it all makes well, sense. Yeah, there, there will oh, have been, goodness. you know, a moral certainty the whole time. Um, I was just wrong about it. The correct answer <laughs> was Mormon. But I think that the thought of Dang. infinity, I find really um, soothing. I feel uh, that I, I don't mm. want to lose any. I don't want to. Oh, I never turn off my life support machine. It's something that I used to run around telling people bankrupt yourselves, making you don't know what medical advances will be coming in the future. But I'm trying to think of do you remember which bit of It's a Wonderful Life that that horror kicked in? I mean, I'm assuming second half. No, I think it was doesn't his doesn't George Bailey's dad have a, a heart attack at some point in the movie? Is that oh, right? It's or when he's it's when he doesn't go to university. Something like that. Wow. It's like some That's something early. happens yeah. with his dad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's even before like the angel stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it's all just all downhill from there. If that's what's giving you anxiety, because it gets so much worse yeah. after that. I, yeah. Well, truly it's very intense. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Jack. <laughs> My. Yeah, I, I guess like I, I don't I, I, I've always had trouble with Ethan's fear of, of eternity because I'm like, I just want to be able to sympathize, but I, I cannot. Yeah. Patrick's a terrible friend. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of everyone around me dying. I meditate on that often. Is oh, that it I is very possible for the death of people around me. <laughs> my, for the, my, yes. my grandfather was the was the youngest of his siblings and he lived the longest. And so I just often think about how like he lived like everyone who he knew growing is gone. And it's yeah. just like there's a whole new set of people. And that just terrifies me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm weird. fine with myself dying. I like to say that uh, the two biggest fears that people have are, are uh, public speaking and death. And uh, I love public speaking and uh, I uh, yearn for death. So I'm good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I want to talk more about the fear of uh, the fear of infinity because that has always intrigued me. Either. Yeah. I mean, it's just so hard. Priests, I would talk to priests like every time I have a, I meet a new priest. I'm like, what do you think about this? And they always give like the same answer, which is like, oh, you just do, you can't understand it yet because you have no way to we don't our our finite minds cannot grasp. It's not a the infinite. It doesn't really help. I wouldn't think. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't help at all. So it's like so I'm just hurtling towards something that I'm not going to understand as long as I'm alive. But the fact that yeah, you cool. are aware that that's, you know, outside, I think most people just don't think about it, which probably makes mm -hmm. it easier. But I mean, you've been given a gift of appreciating it in your finite state, which would be mm. horrifying. But I think yeah. that's a that's a you know, like that pain should be a source of nourishment. I think it's a it's a foretaste of the sublime, like not necessarily a nice one, <laughs> but the sublime is meant to be uh, terrifying, right? There is there is a holy terror, and you you are to be like that is a that is a natural human reaction to. Um, something outside of human experience that you get some weird freakish taste of. And if you could have it in full in your current state, you would mm -hmm. die is my understanding. Indeed. This is the, this is Moses on the mountain. Mm. You can't look at my face and this sort of stuff. Not that we're not in a new relationship, but certainly I just, wish, God the Father. I just wish that it drove me to, to prayer and uh, ecstasy instead of mindless consumption of content, which is what mm. it drives me to now to numb sort of the, the fear. Content so, is a form of prayer. <laughs> and, uh, no, I know it's you. I, I had terrible <laughs> death anxiety mm -hmm. and it has sort of gone away. And I think I've, it's lack of sleep. It's having, um, have more kids. It's having children. Yeah. Hey, working on it. Doing my best. <laughs> it's, uh, I found, but I also got to, 
I got to come to the mass quite late. Um, mm. So that I can feel like there's a pretty sharp division of what that has done in my life before and after. Mm. But um, man, it's a good question. I often wonder if fasting more, this is what I'm currently, you know, maybe the thought in the side, this is my great new insight. The thorn in the side doesn't have to be sex all the time. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it can be other discomforts. And uh, like on the way here, I really thought about McDonald's. And mm. I really wanted a McDonald's, which is the only f- big fast food. We have some others, but we don't. Have, it's like we're a very McDonald's. Aff- we'll be clear to you when you go to America in a couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Um, McDonald's is going to to America. I am. I've just booked my Where flight are you going? today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to Indiana to see my girlfriend. Uh, great have have fun it's gonna I know that's the best a, part of america man tailgate. it gets it's all down there she has a top t- yeah she has bottom a, 10 state in the union she's not really loving her time in you Indiana. know what they say start spreading the news south bend <laughs> south bend well yeah they love Pete, it there. you know yeah i mean yeah. her her thing on the consumption thing was that she went to yeah she went to this um what are they called? The trailer? The, the, the tailgate. Tailgate. She went to this tailgate. Sorry, tailgate, Mayor yeah. Pete was the mayor of South Bend? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Oh. So she went, she went to this tailgate. <laughs> yeah. And she's, and so she's a, a catechumen at the moment. She's going through mm. catechesis with a priest. He's like, and... I got to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, was he? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out I where was so. he the mayor of? Or Fort Wayne or something? Maybe it was Fort Wayne. I think it was no, he South was, Bend. He, he was yeah. The, yeah, he was the I don't know what we're referencing. I don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, so she was. But his name is South Bend. Yeah. Mayor of South Bend. Podcast. Yeah, about a gig. Oh, Pete. Okay, this Mayor guy. Pete. I, I thought yeah. you were guys were the talking mayor about mayor of like, South Bend musical. He was the mayor of South Bend. I talked about told you this what? many times. No, I never put together that that's the Catholic University. It's the first thing I said when I met Margot. I said Mayor Pete. Man, sorry. Go <laughs> and on. Now you're I dating apologize. her. And now I'm dating her. Anyway, so she went to this tailgate on the weekend, and yeah, they had all this like all these t-shirts and stuff and like she said it was just she felt so overwhelmed by the consumerist attitude mm. of no there's anything wrong with this catholic university to, but um her faith which she's you know trying to take very purely and simply um which is great here's another thing that i found that we don't have to tie just on that this is reminding me of that of, of things that give people the ick when they're yeah. these uh these like tratty men who mm. have these thoughts about like husbandry and wifery mm. and um we're latin mass boys you know we go to the sure. fraternity it's it's a lovely beautiful family environment there are nutty people yes. within cooey well i think we're counted as one of the nutty people. certainly yeah we are counted as one nutty person uh it's a jekyll hyde situation we can't move on to the same <laughs> side of the screen but it's things like you know your husband should be allowed to demand sex from you. Yeah. You should always have a meal cooking for your husband. And that this is uh, out there and uh, really is repulsive to people. I mean, I heard that and I said to my wife, come on, lift the game. But I think for most people, this is a very repulsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's never, strand. it's never your, you should always lay out your husband's bravery. You know, it's never something like that. It's always something to do with the base desires, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, a sex it's and always. a snack, the big two. I like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have one rule. You have to lay out my breviary. Yeah, that's beautiful, actually. You must. You must <laughs> let your husband have a shelf on the a space on the plant shelf to keep his breviary. That's yeah, the nice. That's killer. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's my Ephesians five moment recently. Well, I I, I can't say just to circle back to the death anxiety. I can't say that I have 
death anxiety necessarily, but my big personal like breakthrough with that was um I was in the seminary for a few years and oh. um I Sorry was, to hear that. yeah exactly <laughs> and we were studying Heidegger at the time and oh, Heidegger great. um which is you know he's not my favorite philosopher but we were doing lots of stuff and he has this concept which is like being towards death right like your whole mm-hmm. life is like is and it's you know it's a useful concept in some ways to think about it like that where it's like your whole life is actually in preparation for death um and yeah i mean there's a there's a way in which that makes sense as a catholic so it's like i want to have a beautiful death i want to have a good death um and all of my life is you know not live towards that moment it's lived towards heaven hopefully mm-hmm. um but heaven is only attained by my achieving that moment mm-hmm. and while i was studying this and finding it very difficult i i almost had a heart attack um and an ambulance was called and i was taken to hospital and i thought i was dying um and i had to call my mother and say to her i'm in an ambulance they think i'm having a heart attack um I, I this might be it like i love you and goodbye um wow yeah <laughs> my poor mother i was fine it turns out i have good. a unrelated heart condition which does not cause heart attacks and people my age but in any case yeah. it was like yeah i mean i think yeah there's Your very strong anti-vaccine stance suddenly makes a little more sense now mm. well i mean yeah hold strong does. jack yeah no, i believe yourself well, I mean, you don't go seeking death, right? And before that, I was very zealous for that. I was like, oh, I can't wait to be martyred. Like, this will be great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then you look death in the face, and it is terrifying. But that's also, mm-hmm. to me, I after that, I read Job for the next month. Um, mm-hmm. And then I read just The Garden again and again, um, Garden of Gethsemane, because I was like, this is, this is, I have to enter into this very seriously. Like, this is, yeah. Uh, and I think... I mean, they're not answers, right? Like we did um, in the catechism recently, we did, um, you know, what's the what's the answer to the problem of evil, right? And the answer is only the the whole of the Christian mystery. Um, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not, there is no platitude that... It's quite yeah. unsatisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, man, when I watch the Muslim podcasts, uh, which come up on my reels quite a lot, sure. um, I asked it to stop showing me you know, the pornographic Titties. content over and over again. Right. And eventually it was like, I think this guy wants the Muslim stuff. <laughs> um, but it, it'll be like just very simple answers. God is strong. God is one. Fear is weak. And that, that'll be it. That's really like the... Mm-hmm. James is really internalizing this. Yeah. Uh, many a time I now come on the later episodes of this show growing my beard out ever longer. And I say, <laughs> it should be simple. Saying things like simple. haram and inshallah. Well, exactly. right. God does yeah. it. Yeah. So do you guys, um, so, cause I, I understand Steubenville is quite charismatic, like in its mm. spirituality. And so you guys have had mm-hmm. a, like a, uh, like a brush with that at least. Is that, is that where you guys are at? Are you guys in the charismatic movement or is it? Oh, certainly not. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like a part of engaging in my faith in a more like total way. Yeah. Um, but Franciscan university, contrary to some of its branding is also very trad. Um, It's kind of a a coincidence of opposites over there at at the, at the Hill. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that like battle of like, you know, Oh, this is, should do this in mass, this in mass. And most of my, most of my formation since then has been kind of traditionalist and not very like cutting edge. It's, it's my, my experience of the faith is either like, what is consistently held and traditional or like the last two years of like uh 
clapping hands, praying the worship music. That's pretty much it. Everything older than five years is like, ah, it's dusty and gross. Let's get rid of that. And uh, then, but this, 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 this latest song from Brandon Lake. Hell yeah, buddy. I'll love yeah. that. I'm I don't know yeah. Brandon Lake. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. I'm in a Brand- position where I'm, go ahead, James. No, no. I was just going to say, I was just going to check. I got to write Brandon Lake. We'll look that up. Yeah. You got to write him down. I was so in an organization. So the group that is putting on that conference that you're coming to in January, Focus. So I was a missionary with them for three years. And they're also kind of like Steubenville in that people say like, oh, this is a very charismatic, you know, because people don't like it when you have adoration in big rooms. That's that's what they charismatic like that. means what? In, for most parts. <laughs> is, that a, um, is that a thing? They don't it's, like when you have a well-lit stage with Jesus on it. They want like, man, yeah. you know, yeah. I, it did make me uncomfortable in one of the press photos on their website where mm-hmm. they had, they did have stage lighting yes. for adoration, yeah. which I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a big thing here. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't know that was a controversial. I didn't know they were making a political statement. I was just like, I guess in America, well, it's just electricity people associate it with more lights. With- with charismatic stuff. They say like, yeah. oh, if you're putting Jesus up on a stage, Protestant, it must mean yeah. that you're singing these types of th- songs, which must mean you think this about speaking in tongues, which must mean this about what you think about the Pope. So people just make all these connections, but uh, whether or not they're there. But for Focus, there were, I mean, I definitely leaned more traditional throughout my time in Focus um, because uh, probably just because of the place that I was. Tulsa, Oklahoma is a good conservative diocese you know there's not a lot of craziness going on in oklahoma and so if if it were up to me and not my son we'd be going to the latin mass that's 45 minutes to an hour away from my house but i can't really i think the sun wins that yeah yeah Yeah. so uh but we definitely i think patrick and i both lean more that way but we just due to kind of the evangelistic nature like i like going Mm -hmm. to my parish that's round and has plants in the sanctuary and it's uh, it, they used to have a resurrection resurrected jesus instead of the crucified jesus yeah, until yeah. Like last year so like i like going there because you can meet people and you can you know uh get to know the real catholics of america instead of going to the latin mass where there's uh you know the people that you guys were t- talking about it's like a very concentrated a very concentrated oh it's 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 honestly it, it does sometimes go this Sometimes I look around and I think this is a this is a very uh, strange segment of humanity. Like yeah. it's it's not mm-hmm. a geographical parish. Well, I yeah. think you get that and, in any parish, really. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. also insist I'm very still wearing those button downs that don't fit. You know, just get a shirt that fits, please. <laughs> That's all we're asking. You're talking it's very about similar to mega churches, <laughs> uh, trad trad parishes like t- TLM parishes are very similar to mega churches. And I I don't say this on the internet often, but the um, the success of uh, there's two very successful groups like subsets and like all Christian churches are dying except for all Protestant churches are dying except yeah. for like the big ones and all Catholic parishes are dying except for the trad ones. And the reason is because they just pull people from everywhere so they mm. can pull the cream of the crop. Like this is just true about, you know, a big church in Pittsburgh, people drive 30 minutes to go to it. And everybody who's going to drive 30 minutes is pretty dedicated to the church, right? So they're going to build it up. Whereas, like, if I go down the road, I don't really care. My parents went here, but I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, Well, I was thinking that if they do at this point blow up the trad thing, which uh, may happen, happen. it's entirely uh, something that I think about happening. It it would be, to some extent, disastrous for geographical parishes. I think, like, very good for them. 
but um, you would suddenly get an influx of all those people who have been siphoned off to the Latin mass. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you've got like 30 people, you know, you got mantillas for the first time. You got complaints being made. Yeah. People who are not going to stop going to mass and are also going to tell you what they think about your mass. Yeah. It's just, it yeah. becomes your problem now. I assume mm -hmm. like, I suspect that's why it also hasn't happened yet. This <laughs> able to keep it safely over there in the corner, where the well, certainly yeah. in, in our diocese, I think, yeah, it's our diocese is very much in a managed decline position. I yeah. think, um, yeah. and there's you know we haven't had a lot of ordinations, and and mm -hmm. there's there's not a lot of yeah young families just, anywhere. Um, yeah, well, they I mean, the Latin mass, the Latin mass. three times. They just blew up the Latin mass in my parish. Oh, sorry. Right? Uh, Do they so that they the bishop said this is not going to continue anymore and no so a pastor came in not to my parish sorry a parish like in my town so there was a parish and the the pastor came in and said hey yeah you're not um you're not doing it here anymore the bishop has permission the bishop gave permission to this one priest to say latin mass at a parish wherever yeah. they let him as long as he's still alive right and so he's old and so it's ticking and so the latin mass community in my town <clears throat> moved down to like another town that's 30 minutes south right on the bottom border of our diocese in the oldest parish, like the most geriatric parish, sure. heaven's waiting room parish in, in the, in the, in the diocese, 500 people, not families, people yeah. at this parish. And now it's about to double in size and just be like the boomeriest people. And like, <laughs> it's really funny, but eventually like, eventually all of these folks who are, there's a bunch of young families at my parish because all my friends moved back and had kids and they're like, we're just going to go to Ascension, even though it's cringe um the music and stuff and so like our parish is probably going to attract a bunch of those people once that priest dies and um the music minister will probably have to stop singing gather us in and table of plenty mm -hmm. so often um yeah. i heard both of those songs this week did you really i hear them more often than yeah. i i i have in the last eight years it's been crazy yeah um, it's just it's sometimes i'm just sitting and I'm, i just sit there in communion and i'm like that yeah. lyric didn't make any sense what does it even mean to like see the good in myself? Like I don't God know. Help this, me see the good in myself. But. This is a bad. This is a bad. I don't. There will often be times where the the Latin mass melody has been retained, but a reharmonization has occurred to give it a little groove for mm -hmm. the um, yeah. age of Aquarius. And it's so. It feels like a big middle finger. Like I know. I bet that no one's done it as that. I bet that wasn't the motivation. But it's it's like a perversion. And I don't know what to do with the mm -hmm. very nice, you know, Vietnamese choir singing their hearts out on something that's making me so sad. It's yeah. uh, I've only been back to the cathedral once recently. <laughs> we got it. We got a new young uh, music guy at our at our parish, and I go, "Aha, here it is. Here we go." But he's just, I I don't think he has a sacred music background, and so he's just like the older lady who's been running the music for decades is like, tell, like giving him the songs to play. I'm just like, man, I tried getting him in touch with the trad organist at the other parish. Like, hey, you should go talk to him. He, he just just for fun. You know, I'm not going to not going to tell you what to do, but uh, he might. <laughs> Why is this? Uh, is it just that people have grown like the, the millennials have grown up with the. This cringy outreach trying to appeal to them, like I remember in the in the Protestant. Side of things, it's it's much worse because it's mm. the production values are way higher and the competency is really good which actually does um, 
pose a problem. Well, it's it it doesn't seem hokey in the sense like people are really going. We need the best band possible. We need Hillsong level smoke mm-hmm. machines and and like we'll just get prop. We'll get ripped jeans up there and yeah, new tattoos. songs every week. To, yeah, yeah, lots of tattoos. with a big glasses and yeah. he's having sex with everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and, on stage uh, and for, yeah, to let yeah. them know how relatable they are. Just glistening out there. And um, so, but I, I, there's something like sort of charming about the Catholic version, like, you know, the Eagles wings version and the, but it mm. cringes. It. it is very. Um, it's you, it's well, weird because it's off Broadway. It's like this weird, like mu- theater style mm-hmm. of music, yeah. which, which nobody listens to outside of that context which I, in, I in a sense very broad sacred, which is I, cool I, my but i don't know my question <laughs> is like who who is it who is it like who is it for because you know it's not traditional so there's no like there's no historical reason outside of mm. we've been doing it for i guess since the 70s it's not like yeah. it's not catholic traditional um it's not substantive there's no like beauty in it and it's also not fashionable like i can understand a professor of mine said, like, if you want to do praise and worship music at your wedding, you can just understand when you watch the wedding video in 20 years, it's going to seem dusty. Yeah. I'm like, OK, that's fine. I'm cool with that. And so, like, I know, like, we did we did praise and worship music at our wedding. Um, uh, uh, it was dusty then when we got <laughs> when Ethan and I got married. Nice, and, um, <laughs> you know, like I it was good in the moment. And like, I understand in a few years, probably not going to seem as uh, as as hip as it did at the at the wedding which is which it did which is why at my wedding we did be thou my vision and uh, come now and found, then on eagles and wings for the song we did that was not my choice that was, <laughs> I know, that was <laughs> oh i was that so was mad that is a real <laughs> on eagles wings is something i only heard recently oh james yeah. loves on eagles wings i, don't, well, I had a, I had a joke at a friend about it and he was like they played that at my dad's funeral <laughs> that's a meaningful song to me and yeah. I found that um, it's also if you build these things in and they do become a tradition over a long enough period of time, then even if they are hokey, they become associated with important mm-hmm. moments yes. in people's lives. Yes. And then it yeah. is hard to rip it away without being accused of. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine people feel that way about Table of Plenty. I just can't imagine like that. That can't possibly be true. Well, see, before I I, I went to the ceremony that radicalized me. And that's why I go to the Latin mass now. But before I went, I was liturgically, well yeah, completely and utterly in the woods. And I went to some pretty lame, cringy parishes and just thought, this is it, right? Like, I like the mass. This is what you do. This yeah. is it. This is the thing. And then it yeah. was like, yeah, I mean, I have all these like very sentimental attachments to these like terrible seventies hymns now that like, if I go to a mass, cause I can't make, make it to Latin mass on a Sunday and I go to a local parish and it's, they bring out, yeah, the seventies the classics. I'm just like, this is great. It doesn't touch the sides of uh, be thou my vision. No, look, it does when not. You, but it's, when it's you've like, got a couple, when you got a rival dad, when you got a dad you're arguing with and he's singing pretty loud on be thou my vision and you're up in your volume on be, and then all of a sudden everyone's doing songs of praise. That's uh. There's a couple that, that really go. I mean, in the uh, second week of Lent, hmm? you go, oh, yeah, Richard and I, we get into it. But uh, what what is the, I love uh, God of mercy and compassion. That goes hard. At my, at my parish, they do some of these classic hymns, but they're set to different lyrics. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. This is supposed to be the king of love my shepherd is, not that whatever this is. <laughs> you this just is, sing you know? the originals loud. It's what Tolkien used to do when they, after Vatican II. I remember doing the responses in Latin. I, I just, I know I should probably just stop bitching about it and just talk 
to the music minister who I've known no, since I was a kid. No, we should just keep making podcasts about it. And eventually, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen, like, hey, hey, listen, hey, yeah. Can we can we just like do my my parish? My parish is so far gone. This is my favorite story to like illustrate the parish. One time at my at the five thirty contemporary mass, the priest asked the music minister if we could do something more traditional, and he played "Gather Us In." Nice. That's like how far. That's how far gone the yeah. music at the parish is. Um, I was like, no, let's not do that. Let's either go hard to contemporary or let's just. But that like you were saying, it's like now it is traditional, and the issue is yeah. that there was such a break. And like now the break has become the tradition. And so Total. you can't just do it again because that just fixes. Yeah, the jaws snap shut. It's not like you get perpetual revolution and it's sand <laughs> yeah. fresh. The window opens, the air comes in, the window closes again. And very quickly, <laughs> the room a, is stuffy. It's a stuffy room once more is mm -hmm. my feeling. And the answer is not perpetual reform. The answer is just to let me write the songs. So James, <laughs> <laughs> we did say, we, I think we should, Oh, we're running out of time, but we can do one quick thing because we did talk sure. about. Yeah. Um, we got ten minutes. We talk about death, anxiety. Mm. What mm. are what are some other big? Maybe for you, Patrick, was there another big like stumbling block for you along the way, or that still is? Um, my, like my the thorn in my side that is not sex. Don't worry about that. Um, All right, it's <laughs> it. um, that is uh, it's this despair i talked about this on the pilgrimage with ethan i like really worked mm. through this on the pilgrimage on the pilgrimage i kept finding pits and just chilling in the pits pit. and holes and caves to hang and out i just in. loved them i just love like nice. they, they have so many they have so many pits in the holy land you just go in just chill. we got to no go one's to, there we got to go to caiaphas's palace and we got to be in the pit where jesus was kept overnight what? yeah i also yeah, got to be cool. in the in the nativity crush by myself which is not common but that was yeah. cool too because we went um, in the hottest part of the year, and so there were no pilgrims. Nobody and there. So we got the yeah. whole Amazing. nativity church to ourselves. It was awesome. Um, and I, my, my desire, my like, I was, I was talking about this with Ethan about like, I, I, I feel, I feel, uh, comforted by the sorrowful mysteries and like uncomfortable and like and like brought to tears by the joyful and the glorious. It was just like, I, I, I I'm backwards. Like, what's going on? And um, I just something that I've worked had to work through is like making that feeling it's a desire for the end. This is kind of where I, where I, um, where I landed. I've always been like this. I always wanted to get older. I always wanted to get, you know, I always wanted to be grown up. I always wanted to do the next thing, the next thing, the next thing that's kind of tempered a bit because now I have a son and I don't want him to grow up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have this like desire for the end, this desire for the story to be finished. And that sometimes manifests itself as, despair it's never going to get better it's never going to end it's never going to be fine and that is something that i've brought to confession multiple times um i try not to bring it as often because sometimes the priest wants me to explain it and i don't want to explain it i just want you to absolve me do the thing um but yeah and then and, and in good moments it becomes like a desire for heaven and so it's like the weakness the you know the fear of infinity or the fear of obliv oblivion like our weaknesses are sometimes just like the the shadow side of our strengths and so like yeah take that's how i feel so for myself it's like it I, th I think it's a universal truism but i just try to turn that despair into um a virtue wait how do i turn my fear of infinity into a virtue patrick how do i what's the shadow side of that how do i, I don't know like all fear, fear, all fear, fear, is, you fear something you desire something too you know it's like what do you desire? you know it's like yeah. What do I desire? Wealth yeah. and fame. 
What are you talking about? Yeah, those are good. But um, you're talking James's language now. Well, my <laughs> wife accused me of being proud because I um, I'm we're going to America and we're sort of planning it. Uh, and it's like she's good. like, you should, you know, to a greater extent though, James, maybe take this before God, and you know, Ooh. like we're we're gonna do what we have to do and what you know. Why do you think you're getting a say on these things? And then I. I had a big pushback and I was like, you know, as, as the husband, it is my responsibility to think about blah, 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 blah. And we haven't quite resolved that conversation. It is a dialogue. It's an emerging sure. dialogue, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those. Well, it's, yeah. mm. Um, I mean, now we're, we're looking at, oh, it's the next day and I'm going, ah, just, uh, she is right. And that's hard because I don't know how to bring that up, but, um, yeah. it is, yeah, how much we attachment. I mean, some of it is attachment. We are not Buddhists. Like it is good to have attachment. It is good to like it, modernism is the lionization of the present, right? As opposed to the thinking of the last things. Um, and so to be preoccupied with the last things is virtuous. Now to be horrified by them and to be reduced into a stupor is i think now we're not, talking not useful oh, is impractical oh, okay. yeah is, is impractical okay, but mind. it it's is like, against industry it's a it's mm. a component of uh <laughs> this the impulse there is good like that could i think obviously be reoriented towards the good mm. more easily than mm. someone who's just like living life large and focusing on the moment i i but i think that that's I used to have terrible death anxiety and I don't have it anymore. And a lot of it is because I now fixate on like work and money. I don't think of it as fame, but it's like, yes, I fame is a natural endpoint. If, if I get to do stand up comedy and there's going to be X yeah. number of people in the room and I'm able to feed my family, it would help if people Which knew who I, I was not. when I showed up in town. But man's empty well, praise. Yeah. <laughs> I want man's full and meaningful praise. That's what I want. Right. It's uh mm. I mean, a lot of that is just how do you, yeah, how do you, how do you provide? We don't have the luxury of, um, I, I went to a monastery early on in my marriage mm. for like a week. And it was the first time that I had understood that that was, um, the chastity is sort of like a, is not just a giving up. It's a, uh, receiving, um, mm -hmm. not chastity, sorry. Celibacy. Celibacy, Celibacy. is a gift, yeah. uh, that you then get to experience, you know, Poverty and celibacy allows you to experience the sublime and to pursue it in a way that as a father and a husband, you're not really allowed to be a holy fool because your children go hungry. There's, you know, obviously we want to be, I don't want to go on a, yes, the birds and the, their nests and the lilies in the field, but also I got to send my child to school or we're in trouble. You know, it's not just for me. I'm not caring about yeah. how I'm looking, but to what extent, but then you can really get lost in that and get off yeah. on it. And, oh, it's good to have people around just to check you sometimes and say, yeah, for that. Mm -hmm. excuse me. I haven't fully <laughs> worked through that discussion with the wife yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, this is the best place to do it though. Not with her. Just no, with online. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With yeah. guys. When no one's listening. Publicly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've only yeah. argued like four times this for week. seven yeah. years. No, it, just, it doesn't happen very often. We, and it wasn't even an argument. She just raised quietly. Do you think you're being proud? And I went, oh, do I? 
Yeah. How, dare you? How dare yeah. you say that about me? Yeah. I was trapped in Goodness. my mind. I'm going to go and make, I'm going to bring her a thick shake on the way home when we finish. Uh, from Carl's Jr., which we now have. Oh, you got the Carl's nice. Juniors. We just got them. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're challenging McDonald's for primacy. I'm going to apologize. I'm sorry for taking it to that place. Two beers, two beers. That's all it takes. Well, we've already got <laughs> two minutes left before. Two minutes left. It ends. But I just want to say, because everyone else was really vulnerable. My big thing is forgiveness. And yes. it's like, you can intellectualize your way through forgiveness as much as you, you want. I should have asked you. I was being proud. But man, <laughs> until you've got someone to forgive, it's all yeah. intellect. And then when you've got someone to forgive, it's all like, I want to destroy this person. And they need to be. <laughs> we, we spoke about when you come out of confession, what's like the thing that very quickly pulls you back into mortal sin that you give into. And for me, it's always, um, a sexual, it'll, it almost always will be a, a sexual thing. But Jack said it was, it was anger. You lean into yeah. anger yeah. and I've, I've never, it's so rare for me to have that, you know, God willing, it doesn't. I walk out of the box and I see somebody else waiting there. I'm like, well, you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, good to know boy. what's going on. Bro. Beautiful. Man, this has been, this has been nice. I can't believe we got to do this. I can't believe we got up for this. Yeah, uh, of I'm course. Sorry. It was great. If there's anything I didn't like know, I didn't know we were going to do an hour and a half of uh, the catechast with no, I, very few mentions of the catechism. I would, I would uh, drive I was across for town for you guys. <laughs> any I day. know. Well, yeah, this now, is wonderful. I had fun. Well, we'll we'll both be in America soon. Yeah, and I, I'll I'll see. I look forward to seeing you both in the flesh. Well, I'll you should. You should come. I live in I live in the American Melbourne, so you should come on. You should come on down. Well, James, when you're at the, the seek. When you're at the Seek conference, Patrick and I have recorded live at the last five or six Seek conferences, and so oh, maybe we nice. can we can get you into the booth. Oh, you'll um, be there. I think. Yeah, we'll, yeah, oh, we'll yeah. be there. Like oh, yeah. we're recording live. Like there's oh, a podcast well, that... booth where they do live podcasts, and we'll be at that. So you should right. just you should just that makes that makes over half a lot more show. comfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he will. I, I live in an American to... city called Melbourne. That's what oh okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's what really. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Well, I think we're about to run out of time. Thank you very much. The Crunch for coming on the Catacast. Yes. It's been really nice. To expect to 15 to 20 new people coming your way <laughs> off the back of this. And I'll see you in January if my visa passes. Yeah, but we'll pray for it. When you're real passes. quick. The Cruncher cast. How about Have that? the Crunch cast. Ooh, I like on that. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway. On everything? Yep. At the at the Crunch cast on everything. Instagram, not yeah. TikTok. No, he's doing carry on. I'm yeah, going to get the TikTok subscribe. and yeah. keep it safe for you so the Chinese government doesn't make a bad one. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. God bless. Thank you so much. And at some Bye, point, guys. this will just shut down naturally. Okay. We'll just wave until that happens. <laughs>